Last segment, we talked about the teachers that uh, were overwhelmingly in opposition to a proposed vaccine mandate rule. And that was heard in front of the Illinois State Board of Education during public comments yesterday afternoon. Well, while that was going on, where you had a a few unions saying that they support the vaccine mandates, uh, the vast majority of those who spoke opposed vaccine mandates. And again, while that was going on at the Sangamon County Courthouse, there was something separately taking place. And that was the continuance of a challenge that uh, uh, several uh, teachers and staff have brought against 22 school districts. And uh, that case was, of course, uh, being led by attorney Thomas DeVore, uh, with the state being represented by uh, Thomas Verticchio. Uh, But there were also 22 school districts there represented by various lawyers uh, and the hearing lasted hours. And I do want to air for you before we connect with our guest here, uh, attorney Thomas DeVore, some of what attorney Thomas Verticchio had to say uh, during the uh, the proceedings yesterday. So here is some of what uh, Verticchio had to say uh, about uh, vaccine mandates. And uh, do we have a vaccine mandate in place right now? So here's some of those comments on WMAY. Because Mr. DeVore stands up here on and off now for the last two hours talking about a vaccine requirement, a vaccine requirement. So it's Pretty, pretty understandable why people get confused. He, he marched you through vaccination statutes, telling you here the legislature, the legislature gave authority to vaccine and the vaccine and the vaccine. It's not relevant. And I'm just, just implore upon the court. None of that is relevant. There is no vaccine requirement. So no vaccine requirements, Attorney uh, Verticchio says in open court yesterday, uh, making the case that there's a mandate for testing. Well, let's break some of this down, where we're at in that case, and what could be happening today in Sangamon County Court with a separate case. Attorney Thomas DeVore with us now on the WMAY Morning News Feed. Tom, thanks for taking time with us. So uh, let's get your initial response here to uh, Attorney Verticchio, him saying that there is no vaccine mandate. Good morning. Good morning, sir. Uh, it, it's typical. No disrespect to, to Tom Berticchio. He's a good man, but it's more the same coming from uh, Governor Pritzker's message, which is really what it is, just trying to confuse people. Greg, if you read the rule that we're talking about, the actual rule promulgated by the State Board of Education, and it says at the top, mandatory vaccination. That's what it says, mandatory vaccination. So there is a requirement that you must be vaccinated. However, if you choose not to be vaccinated, you must then test. So vaccination is, in fact, the requirement. But if you don't want to do that, then they will allow you to test on a weekly basis as a way to not have to be vaccinated. But still, the underlying purpose of the rule is to require people to be vaccinated. So, so again, there is a test-out option if you don't. But it is not a vaccination and testing rule. It's a vaccination rule. And again, you can test out. It's pretty much semantics for the most part. But at the end of the day, it's important to put that in front of the court that this is really a rule that's trying to get people, compel people to become vaccinated. 
So you had uh, a whole host of different arguments from Isby has the authority because it's spelled out in the Constitution to, you know, some of the things that Isby has to be able to do is to maintain, quote, safety. Uh, I want you to touch on that just briefly here, um, because when they bring that up, they seem to bring it up in the context of public health safety. Uh, But, you know, Isby does have the authority to to provide for a safe environment, but you countered with uh, saying that there's some minutia to this detail that needs to be made clear. Can you uh, can you make that clear? Certainly. The, the word in the law, the legislature has placed the authority and obligation on ISBE to provide standards for school districts that address safety. And they want to use for the first time ever that term safety to include matters of public health. And it's never been brought up before. And if you go into the rules and regulations of the State Board of Education, there is a whole section. It's Section 180 of the rules that deals with safety, Greg. And everything in there that deals with safety has to do with the safety of the buildings as it relates to their ventilation, as to their plumbing, as to their electricity, as to their roofing. Talks about having building inspectors, et cetera. So for the past however long you want to put on it, decades, the term safety as it's been put in practice with ISBE has been relegated to the safety of the buildings itself. And you will find nothing in the safety provisions that ISBE has been enforcing for decades that deals with public health issues. It just doesn't exist. And again, they're trying to use that word to suggest it gives them the authority, but it doesn't. We're talking with Attorney Thomas DeVore here on the WMAY Morning News Feed. So hours of uh, oral arguments yesterday. Uh, you guys uh, took a little bit of a break. Uh, there was also discussion about uh, a class status uh, and the uh, the judge ultimately uh, taking all this under advisement. What does that mean to the layperson? The class status, again, what we're asking the court to do, again, should Judge Grishow agree with the parties listed as plaintiffs, They're, she's being asked to enter an order that says that these educators cannot be compelled to vaccinate or test because the law covers both vaccination and testing. It's not just one or the other. It covers and you, both of and them. And you're talking about the due process rights people have when they're told by an official, Correct. you have to vaccine or mask. They can then turn around and say either yes, I agree, or no, and uh, contest it in court. Correct. And again, make sure you include in there testing, mass vaccination or testing. Under the law, you're allowed to say, I don't want to do that. And if you object, the health department can still take you to court and a judge can force you to be isolated or quarantined because you refuse to undergo those measures. And that's what we were arguing in court. And so, yes, and then you have the school district standing there saying, well, irrespective of that law, we can do what we want because it's our school building and we have the authority to do whatever we want. They can't point to any specific provisions in the law that allow the school district to engage in broad public health uh, remediation. But again, that's all they could argue is that, well, we have this broad power. I don't know whether the judge was uh, convinced of their argument or not. People can draw their own conclusions. 
So she'll take that under advisement. Uh, possible that we could see a ruling soon. Uh, don't want to necessarily uh, pin a date on that, but it could happen anytime soon. Uh, meanwhile, today you've got another case where 700 plus parents are suing 145 school districts over mask and exclusion policies enforced on children in schools. Uh, this case continues from uh, oral arguments heard a couple of weeks ago. Uh, what do we expect to happen this morning? Well, I expect it will finish up with the arguments. I mean, when we were in court yesterday, Greg, uh, the the teachers union lawyer once again asked to speak to the court, and the court refused to allow her to speak again. Uh, and then when the judge was, was again talking at that time, she had made it known to the attorneys and the people in the courtroom that she's already started drafting her order in this matter. So again, uh, I don't know if she's again, got her mind made up. I have no idea. I'm just saying that she's at least started preparing her order. So we're going to finish arguments on the parent case and student case today. And then she will at some point in time in the near future enter a ruling on both of these the teacher matter and the student matter. Tom, I think that uh, regardless of what happens here, uh, if, if you are, uh, um, uh, successful in getting a temporary restraining order in place, uh, or if you're not, I assume uh, you'd take this to the next step. What are the next steps here? Well, the next one of the parties, either the, I don't know about the school districts, the school districts, they, that's the conversation for a different day. They're, the, the way they've approached this case is interesting, but should the court grant the restraining order, there will be an appeal asking the appellate court to review it. And if she doesn't grant it, we will ask the appellate court to appeal. I mean, ultimately, these questions need to be asked at the highest level of our court system, and that's what we're all going to do. Uh, but another thing that's interesting, Greg, that, that again, is, is I'm happy to see, is the these arguments that have been being made in this courtroom have been broadcast across social media, and thousands and th tens of thousands of people are watching. And I know that school districts are watching. And if you've witnessed in the last day or two, a lot of school districts are dropping their mask mandate requirement. And I would humbly suggest that they're doing that because they've been watching these proceedings and they've been, it's been, you know, these issues are laid bare for people and they're starting to see this issue as they should see it in its totality. And they're not merely being pounded with that version of this conversation that the governor's been putting on them for the last year, year and a half, they're seeing it uh, from all sides. And I think a lot of these school districts are starting to, to pay attention and, again, going to make decisions differently than they've been making solely based upon the narrative that the governor's been giving them. Well, as a reporter, uh, I definitely appreciate the Sangamon County Circuit Clerk uh, providing that live link so that uh, not just reporters, but the general public can watch uh, how these court cases are proceeding with the oral arguments. Attorney Thomas DeVore, we'll see you on the screen uh, from the Sangamon County courtroom this morning dealing with the, uh, the case of more than 700 parents uh, suing more than 140 school districts over mask and exclusion policies. And we'll, uh, of course, probably touch base on on whatever the outcome is ultimately in both of those cases, uh, including the yes, teacher sir. vaccine mandates. Be safe out there, all right? Thank, thank you, sir.